and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week 17 recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. And in this episode, uh, we're going to review our thoughts for week 17 that is currently in the books. Our first game is the Jets against the Browns, which was Thursday night. And pretty much turned out the way we thought. Uh, the Browns win 37-20. Uh, Joe Flacco is looking really good. The uh, guy is on fire. Definitely should win comeback player of the year. He is the reason why, in my opinion, now is the reason why this team is doing as good as it is. Since he's came in, they've been legitly on fire. Uh, Najoku is a whole new player. When... He's been under center. This whole team I is a very scary team. I've been talking up their defense all year, and it's still in that top three, in my opinion, if not the best defense in the league. And the Jets, you know, they put up a fight as best as they could with not having any real weapons out there doing anything. Brees Hall had a pretty good game. But other than that, there was just nothing there. Simeon did what he could against the top-tier defense in the league, but just not enough to get past the Flacco and crew. Yeah, I think, I mean, going into this game, I didn't expect the Jets would score 20 points. Uh, I mean, they had the defensive... I think it was interception. Touchdown. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, so he had interception touchdown there. But still, I mean, the offense did, you know, move the ball some. Uh, the, the production that they had was better than they have in quite a few games. I wish that they would have used uh, Brees Hall the way that they have been the past couple weeks um, throughout the rest of the season. Um but, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe they'd be fighting for a playoff spot now. Maybe they wouldn't. Who knows? Um, but when they get him involved in the past game, it is a different team. And, yeah, it shows something there, I guess. Uh, it's crazy to think what the Browns have done. And they Going through the injuries that they have and that they lucked into, you know, getting the quarterback, you know, basically coming off his couch to step in and and play the way he is. And, yeah, this offense uh, for the Browns and the defense, they're both on fire right now. Uh, this team is scary going into the playoffs. It's a good time for that. Uh, honestly, it, it shows really how bad Watson is that he wasn't able to do this with this offense because they got so many weapons to an offense and just not able yeah. to do anything hardly at all. And, I mean, even this, uh, Mario was out. Again, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So they're doing this without Amari. You get Majoku. I'm sure he's loving the change because he's actually getting targets. Yeah, and he it's, could easily be doing this every year, too. That's the yeah. thing. He's got so like, much talent. So they just don't target him. And I mean, Watson doesn't like tight ends for whatever reason. Oh. It'd be interesting to see what would happen if they had a 
I mean, I don't expect Flacco to be there next year. <laughs> uh, no, but it'd be not, interesting but... to see what happens if they if they go and you know try to get a different quarterback or if they're going to stick with um, Watson. I don't know. And I think they should look for somebody else. But as of right now, this team is hot. Yep. And stick with what you got, especially going into the playoffs. This is a time to stay hot, get hot, do whatever you got to do. You to keep that train going, and whatever they're doing right now, keep it up. Because they had four fumbles that game. Like, the Jets were doing everything to win that game. They're not slowing down. They're not stopping. They're not quitting to get better picks. They're still trying to win every game that they can, and they just can't do it when your offense is just not working. And I like seeing that. Like, you know you're not making playoffs, but they're still fighting grinding it out and there's teams that just quit when they know they can't make the playoffs and this defense is still showing why they are one of the top defenses but they just don't have that offense to be able to do anything and I really like to see that yeah it's nice there's there's a couple teams I mean this week that we can discuss about how they have nothing to play for but they're putting up fights and it's just awesome to see yep on to the next one. I will let you start the Saturday night game, a big game, uh, Cowboys against the Lions. Yeah, so this one is a fun game. Uh, there's a lot of controversy about how it ended. Uh, refs have been terrible all year with everything. Uh, in my opinion, the two-point was called correctly versus the announcement of the number reporting that you hear in the game. <laughs> Uh, the bigger issue with the refs is the tripping call prior to the Lions getting the ball back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called Hendershot, which is a tight end on the Cowboys. I don't know yep. if people know who he is, but uh, but they called him for tripping uh, because he's going to trip his own running back. I mean, Hutchinson reached his leg up. Yeah, I mean, Hutchinson reached his leg out to try to trip Pollard as he ran by. And they called it on the Cowboys. The numbers, I mean, they're, what, 87 or 87 and 97, maybe? No, what is, I'm not even sure what number Hendershot is. I, I don't like to see him in the game, so. Um, anyways, they called him, and this game would have been over if they would have called that correctly or not called it because it shouldn't have been called at all. Right. Uh, but anyways, I mean, the two-point was called correctly, in my opinion. They reported 70 is eligible on the loudspeaker. The refs did. If that's not what was discussed in that little huddle, the team should have corrected it. Don't just play it. And their uh, shot is 89. 89, okay. Ferguson's 87. Yeah, I was going to say Ferguson's 87, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I was kind of worried about this game. I thought the defense would honestly struggle with the weapons the Lions had. Um, the Lions really scare me as a team offensively if they're on. Yeah. Um, but I think the defense shut them down pretty good. I don't know if that would happen if they played again because you never know what Lions team you're going to get and you never know what defense you're going to get from the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys defense started out strong this season, but they've kind of diminished and they're they're still quick, and they get to the ball quick. 
but they're not statistically getting the numbers that everybody looks at. Right. Um, but I think but they're, I mean, it's they're hard to keep that pace, though. It is. Very hard to keep that pace. They were on a record-breaking year the way they were going with pretty much everything. So, Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway, uh, Dak made some of the best plays I've seen from him all, all season in this game. Yeah. Just his, you know, ability to extend the play just a little bit to get a throw off. And the other point is uh, C.D. Lamb is a receiver that's in the, the top couple on oh, the yeah. list. Like, there, there's no way you can argue that, in my opinion. Um, nope. The, the kid's a monster. Yeah, there's only one I right now that I would put ahead of him, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> when he's getting as many targets as he is, and he's consistent, consistently catching and putting up the numbers... Yeah. Yeah, and he's the main focus. Yep. Right. That's all the clues <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna continue off of that. Uh, my big takeaway: CD Lamb as well. Big, big game. He broke Michael Irvin's record for the most catch. I mean, most passing yards in the. God. Receiving yards in a year for a Cowboy, which is huge for the wide receivers that the Cowboys have had. You know, big names like T.O., Michael Irvin, and so on and so forth. So that's huge, huge, big for him. And this is coming off of, you know, all these reporters saying that he's not a top-tier wide receiver. And he's had a year that he has is just absolutely awesome. Uh, Lions, they should have won this game, but their coaching was absolutely terrible, in my opinion. I put this loss on Campbell more than anyone. Like you said, they have playmakers that are making plays. Goff had a rough couple of interceptions, but when you're getting pressured the way you are, it's going to happen. Uh, all his top tier Offensive weapons did really well, except Gibbs. But you had St. Brown doing good, Laporta doing well. They even had their rookie come in and do well. But in my opinion, the coach pretty much killed it. You don't go three or four times for a two-point conversion. No. <laughs> like, you just don't do it. Like, why would you – clearly he doesn't trust the team in overtime. So he was like, let's get it done now. Uh but I'm not taking anything away from the Cowboys. They did what they had to do. Like you said, Prescott played very well. Uh, they need to figure out their running game and maybe address that in the draft, maybe, if they're not going to use Deuce Vaughn anymore. Because clearly Pollard is not playing as a top-tier number one right now. Uh but other than that, yeah, it was a really good game. What a Saturday game to pick. I guarantee you going into the year, no one thought it would be this good, and the record's is identical as it is right now. Yeah. So, yeah, good game. Cowboys improved 8-0 at home, so you got to love that feeling, especially getting so close to playoff. Yeah, this um, game is huge for that, too, because, you know, helped them 
possibly get the number two seed, so they have games at home then. Yeah. Somebody might knock off the line or the 49ers, and then they'll have home all the way through. Hard to say. But they are a different team at home. Yeah. Uh, That's all I got for that game, but really good game. Loved every second of that game, except then just because of the fact that the coach pretty much just killed their chance of winning that game because he didn't trust in his own team. Yeah, the first the first two point try I agree with. Like, oh yeah. In that situation you do that, yes. The second one, no, you don't do that. The third one, um that's borderline stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. I mean there's, there's, there's no reason, reason for you to, you to do, do it. it. That's just dumb. Like you don't do that. Yeah. So. And they call some coaches, you know, aggressive. And this is not being aggressive, this is just being dumb. No. Yeah, because you're proving to your team, I don't like, trust you to stop. Yep. And Go no time. Play your game. I mean, there's like 20 seconds left. Who knows? Right. But, but it's it's still one of those. You you kick that extra point if the first one doesn't work for the two points. There's no way around that. It just drove me nuts. Yep. I mean, I liked it, but... <laughs> right. But it, again, as a fan, it shouldn't have happened that way. They should have kicked, and then it should have been tied. Yeah. Down at overtime, if you're playing for anything smart. Exactly. There's another one later, too, that... Mm-hmm. There sure is, and I excited about that Well, if we're thinking about it. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right, next one. Man, I'm loving it. Again, we got the Texans against the Titans. We both picked... The man, the myth, Mr. Stroud, to win, and he did exactly that. This team is a whole different team, man, and I just cannot understand how he is so good, (laughs) so (laughs) quick in this game. Like, he has proven why he should be in the MVP talk and rookie of the year. This team plays so different when he's in. His numbers weren't great, but the team won. The team looked better. Everything looked better with him there. The running game was better with him there. The receiving, clearly, you got your big names putting it up. And their defense is coming up big. Of course, Tannehill had to be the quarterback because Levis got hurt. And once that happened, you already knew what was going to happen. In my opinion, Tannehill is just not good. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this, man, this conference, AFC South Conference, is down to the wire. I'm excited to see who comes out number one there because there's three all nine and seven up there. And honestly, if Stroud is healthy, plays, which he should next week, because they'll be playing the Colts next week or this week, whatever you want to say, is probably going to decide what's going to happen there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, depending on which team wins in that game is what matters. Yeah. Uh, Jags played the Titans, so maybe... I don't see that. Maybe Jackson Muzale still might pull it up, but... 
Well, I mean, yeah, I think the Jags have the the division, but they get the last wild card spot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry, I misunderstood what you said. Yeah, I was just looking because I was thinking maybe that they could pull off even winning the conference, whichever team won there, but I didn't realize the Jags played the Titans, so. Yeah, I think if the Jags lose, I suppose. Yeah, whoever wins the game. game would get the conference, then I suppose, but I don't see the Jags losing that. I don't either. But. I realized that you said the division <laughs> after <laughs> after I said that about the wild card. My bad. Yeah. No, you're good. Just, this is my favorite time of the year. It's getting so close to playoff time. Every game counts now, pretty much. Yeah, the games that I mean for the teams that are on the bubble, it's such a big game. Um, yeah, this I mean this game was about what I expected when you know. Who the quarterback's going to be for the Titans? It's not going to be very much, but I think the Texans' defense—they're making plays right now, and it's a good time to do that because if they want any chance to make a playoff push, which they've shown through the season, they they can beat teams that are surprising, even though they have so many injuries for the wide receiver position. This this team, you know, who knows what can happen. It's fun, and the defense getting, is getting, you know, playing well at the right time. Stroud back healthy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Definitely going to be an exciting week next week. Uh, next game, that's all I got, I guess. I don't know if you have any more to put there. but No, I didn't have a whole lot for that game. Um, it's just it's what that. I expected. The other right. Thing. Doesn't have much going on for them when uh, no. Dan Hill's playing. So, yeah, this next game I was not expecting this at all, especially a blowout the way it was. Uh, we got the Atlanta Falcons against the Chicago Bears, who the Bears clinched the number one pick in the upcoming draft. So exciting news for them. But yeah, they blew them out. 37-17, uh, Justin Fields is looking like an actual quarterback again. He's not very good in my opinion, but he is definitely putting the team in the right direction, and it's helping the running backs be able to actually play their game. Herbert had a big game, and like we've been saying all, all year, <laughs> if DJ Moore... And Justin Fields connect, he's going to score most of, most of the yards for that team. He had 159 out of the 268. So that's way over half of the yards. Yeah. Um, and their defense killed it. They caused four interceptions and forced a turnover of fumble as well. So that's five turnovers together. And, yeah. An absolute blowout, really good game for the Bears. Yeah, looking at this game, I didn't expect this at all from the Bears. Uh, they played a good game here. And, again, you know, neither one of these teams had a shot at anything. It's basically now 
playing to get a worse draft pick. They already secured the first pick. Um, so they, I guess they can just justify to get a little bit worse pick on their, their actual pick. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's, I didn't expect this. It, it's still kind of crazy. I, looking forward though to the future for this team, I'm not a big fan of fields, but at this point, you know, maybe they do just stick with him because of the connection that he's got with DJ Moore and try to build around him. And see if he can actually grow into a quarterback that can, you know, read the field. <laughs> I, right. I've seen so many plays from him where he just runs into defenders. <laughs> and he has so many lanes that yeah. he can get around them, but he's just oblivious to it. And yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's frustrating watching him. But, you know, maybe if he had another weapon, who knows? They have the opportunity to get a pretty good weapon. <laughs> Yeah, they can. If Marvin Harrison decides to enter the draft, which he hasn't announced yet, with the him and DJ Moore together, yeah, it could be scary. It could be scary, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it kind of hurts um, to say that you know, stick with Fields, but I don't know. Yeah, but well, if, if he keeps playing the way he is and the team wins, you know, that's what you want, especially if they're actually finally getting the camaraderie and stuff like that because, man, if you're running back and put up 124 and a touchdown and DJ Moore go off for almost 160 in a touchdown, like, yeah. you can't bash that. <laughs> like, no, I mean, he has his games, but I don't know. But it's a hard one. That, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm glad I'm not a fan of that team, but I don't know. DJ Moore is good. Yeah. He's a scary wide receiver. I don't have much to say on the Falcons. They're, they really need to figure out something at the QB position because both these players are playing really bad. And it's hurting a lot of these guys' careers on their offense. And hopefully they get that addressed. But other than that, yeah, that's all I got on that game. Yeah, I think, I mean, the Falcons have probably been one of the biggest disappointments, in my opinion. Uh Uh-huh. Going into the season, like, I I didn't have super high hopes for them, but having Robinson and, you know, London and Pitts with hopes that they use them, but they're just not very good and starts at the quarterback position for that team. Yeah. And the sa- crazy thing is, they're only one game out. Like, yeah. They're just, that conference is not very good this year at all. So, if they easily could have won it yeah, if they would have got something going. Uh huh. If they have a lot so, of people lose. But... Interesting. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know what the matchups against the Saints or Tampa is right now, but well, they play we'll talk more team. about that next yeah. week. So, but already next, yeah, next game is huge. I can't believe this happened. Uh, Ravens Dolphins. Can you just say wow, <laughs> and that's it? Just kind of leave it there. <laughs> 
uh, Lamar Jackson is looking like a whole new quarterback right now. If he plays like this and the defense plays this way, they're winning the Super Bowl easily. 321 yards for five touchdowns, missing only three passes. And the running back didn't even break 100 yards, so it was mainly a pass fest. <laughs> like, against a team that is really good. Their offense is ridiculous. Their defense has played really good this year. But Lamar Jackson and the Ravens just made them look like a little high school team, and this is the time to get this hot, pretty much. And I don't want to see them <laughs> at all <laughs> if I'm any team in the playoffs. It's crazy how this team can go from, you know, losing to the Colts to beating the Dolphins the way they just did. Yeah, throughout a season. I, because, I mean, the Colts game was, what, back in September? Yeah. And, yeah, beating Miami, which, I mean, for most of the season, I had Miami as probably the favorite team from the AFC. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I think um, I said that last week. <laughs> like, the the amount of weapons that Miami has is so tough to defend, but yet teams have come out and, you know, shut them down in terms of, what they normally do. And Miami's defense isn't terrible. I would say they're, you know, upper half of the, the league. Yeah. They, they're able to make uh, big plays on, in the, you know, defensive backs can. And then they're, also their line can get pressure. Um, they, they are dropping with injuries on that line. Yeah. Um, who was it that got hurt in this game? Um, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, I would uh, ACL. I think it was. So I mean, that definitely hurts this team. Sucks to see injuries like that happen. Uh, this team has been kind of plagued with injuries, both offensively and defensively, but they're able to push through it. Um, I don't know this Ravens team though. The defense is so good. Lamar is playing. Different than he has in prior years, in my opinion. He is not necessarily looking to run immediately when he gets a little bit of pressure. He keeps the ball ready to throw. And if nothing opens up, then he takes off. Yeah. And that, to me, if you have a running quarterback, that's what you want to see. Because you don't want him to be taking the unnecessary hit chances with him running. Um I still question some of his throws with his accuracy. Yeah. But 18 of 21 is real good. Yeah. And putting up 321 yards on 18 completions, that's pretty good. Uh, and, I mean, if they're firing like this, they're a scary team. I agree. It's just a matter of if they can stay this consistent on offense. Yeah. Oh, just nerve-wracking just thinking of how good that they've been playing these last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, just the, I mean, him throwing, like, the way that he did in this game, and he has a few times this year. I mean, he's, yeah. he's been a couple games where he's had, you know, 
three to five missed throws only on 20, 25 attempts, which is pretty good. I mean, he doesn't have to throw a whole lot, but he, he puts up yards still. Every single time. Yep. It's just and they insane, got a lot of but They do. And it's nice because both their running backs are really good, too. Like, they're going to score for you. They're going to keep that pressure on the front seven so they can't drop too many people in the back because they got to at least contain your running backs and Lamar as well. So it's it's a very dangerous, dangerous formula when they're actually clicking. And now that he's adding passing this late in the year, oofta. Yeah, I didn't realize Melvin Gordon was on the team. I didn't. I didn't think he was on the roster. I knew he was there. I just didn't know he was on the active roster. But it was nice to see him score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't really had much going on for a little while here, but nice uh-uh. to see it. They don't use him very often, so. And he used to be really good back in the day. Yeah. And then he just kind of fell off out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Probably got hurt or something because that's usually what happens. Yeah. Usually it's some sort of injury and then come back and somebody's taking his job. Yep. But so. No, this team is scary. And uh it sounds like they're probably going to rest players next week since they have everything pretty much locked up. So. Right. They probably should. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily it. agree with that, but I get it. No. Um, because the thing is, now they're going to have two weeks. Yeah. No game. But, and, do you, but do you think they will against the Steelers, though? Because that's a big rivalry. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything for them. No, but make so. the Steelers not make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Yeah. Because, I, when you're rivals at with someone, they're gonna not want them to make the playoffs, you know. Yeah, that's a tough one because, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with resting players, anyways. Especially if you have the number one seed, just because then it's two weeks in a row of not playing, and yep. you see issues with one week sometimes for teams. So imagine two. Right. Yes, I don't. Know. I'll, I'll actually bring that up. In a couple games here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess we'll see. Uh, next game, Saints against the Buccaneers. Uh, did not expect this at all, but when I count out the Saints, they decide to play good. And when I actually give Baker Mayfield some credit, he bites me in the butt. And they lose by 10. And are one step closer to not making the playoffs. Um, yeah, not expecting this. Saints just came to play. Buccaneers didn't. They couldn't get anything going until late in the game in the fourth quarter. It was just an absolute blow at one side. And then they just, like people say, the garbage time. And that's when they scored. So... Yeah, I don't got a lot for this game. Yeah, I was just going to look here. Let's see. They had four turnovers. Yep. Uh, they didn't play. Interception at all. had two fumbles. Um, I was trying to see who it was, but I can't see it quickly, I guess. Either way, whatever. 
Um, Homer and Moist. So, okay. The, my big thing for this game, uh, four turnovers and you're down by 10 points only. Yeah. The, the turnovers are, you know, you know, I guess it's kind of obvious, but the turnovers are what killed them in this game. Well, seeing this, Tampa Bay, like in my eyes, looking at this, the turnovers I understand, they're not going to happen each time you play a game. So Tampa Bay was probably the better team in this game. Uh, the Saints just made more opportunity with the, the turnovers that they got. And and that's what called this game. I would pick the Buccaneers every time they continue to play <laughs> week after week. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the way that they've been playing this season. I would like to see Baker on this team for a couple seasons. Uh, this team stay together. Evans stay there and see what can happen. Um, I didn't expect much out of Baker signing here. And I mean, he's looked pretty decent for what it is. So I, I think I'd like to see this for at least another season, maybe two, see what happens and make a decision after that. But uh, I, I think the Bucks team is clearly better team overall. Um, the Saints just took advantage of, of the opportunities they had. Silly to say, I mean, they lost this game, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Those turnovers, you're not going to get them consist- consistently like they did, and no, if those don't happen, the Bucks probably easily win this game. But yeah, I agree. It just it's a rough situation, especially at the wrong time. Because if they would have won that game, they got the Panthers next week, which is usually usually a win for them against them, and they could have easily clinched the number one seed of their division. But that did not happen. So it's just a dog fight all the way till the end. So yeah. because they all play each other. Tampa plays Carolina, and Atlanta plays New Orleans next week, or this yeah, week, and ultimately it's so, going to end the way it should have. But <laughs> yeah, it's just going to take an extra week. But right, just put a little more pressure on yourself when you could have that little extra cushion just in case a fluke happened or something like that. Yep, and I mean flukes happen. We'll talk about that in a little bit here. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, congrats to New Orleans on that one, but I think the Bucks are still better. <laughs> Probably going to get the division. All right, so we'll move on then. We got the Patriots and the Bills next. Um, this game, another game where multiple turnovers – and they're still in place to win the game. Uh, kind of crazy. I mean, the Patriots had, what, three more turnovers than the Bills, and they were only down by a score. Um, about six points. Uh, just kind of crazy how that happens. Uh, typically, you would think that the team 
has gotten the ball that many times off of turnovers should be destroying the other team. But that was not the case here. Uh, Josh Allen, I don't know. He isn't really playing for the passing game anymore. As of no. so much. He, he's rushing more. Um, he, I don't know if it's because Hurts set the record for the touchdown rushes. Maybe he wants to compete with that. I don't know what it is, but that's not his style. I would rather see him throw and get targets to these receivers that he has that are really good and should be used. Yeah. Do you think it's part of the reason why he is running as much is because Diggs hasn't been on like he has been? Because he's usually his main target, but these last, like, three, four weeks, Diggs hasn't really done anything at all. Yeah, I mean, it's been a tough stretch. And, I mean, Diggs is getting doubled, and then you got safety over the top even. like Yeah. <laughs> it's it's tough, but he's still got it. Like, Diggs should be stepping up. They should be adjusting their game plan. So he's not covered. It's quicker out. Whatever you need to do to get, you know, your stars open. Uh, it yeah. is nice that they use Kincaid this game. I think they should use both tight ends. And, I mean, Gabe Davis, too. He's so speedy. Or, I don't yeah, know. well, that's another thing. He's been shut down a lot these last few weeks as well, except that one game he had like 130 or whatever, but... Yeah, my, my concern with this is them going into playoffs and their offense is just kind of meh compared to what they normally are. It, right. They, they got a good team. They can put up points. It's just, you don't know if that's going to show up. Like, it's, I don't know. Not very impressed, I guess. No, not, especially when it's this late into the year, so close to playoffs against a team that's not playing very well, you would think he'd be able to put up bigger numbers. And this just offense in general, even James Cook literally did nothing this game. And it was pretty much just the defense that won this game, which is nice to see because you want your defense to win you games because I'm pretty sure if they lose next week or this week, whatever you want to say, they don't even make the playoffs. <laughs> like. At 10 and 7, you have a chance of not making the playoffs because you can't get your wide receivers the ball. It's just not a good feeling going into the last week of the playoffs. You caused Bailey Zeppe three interceptions, and Brown, the tight end, turned it over. So you had four turnovers, and you still only win by six. That's a scary thought going into your final week, especially against the Dolphins, who you need to beat to win the division. Yeah. If the, I mean, if the, if the Bills win, they get the division, right? If the Bills lose, they'll end up more likely in a wild card spot then. If not, well, yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, they, if they lose 
And I can't remember what teams it was. I should have looked before I brought it up. But there's two teams, if they win, the Bills don't make the playoffs at all. We got 10 and 7. So, like, this is the time where Josh Allen, Diggs, Davis are going to have to sit in the room and be like, hey, if we don't step our game up and I only throw for 107 yards against a good team, we're going to lose. And we have a good chance of not making the playoff, which is crazy unheard of. But that's just how good the AFC is this year. There's so many teams that are in that position to be able to make the playoffs at 10 to 7. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. I mean, <clears throat> I expect the Bills to be in the playoffs almost every year, like you, when you think about it. So they don't make it. It'll be interesting. Uh, according to this, it looks like if they lose, they have a 64% chance. I'll take that for what it's worth. I, I can't see the scenarios and stuff, but. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, the Steelers need to beat the Ravens, which could happen if the Ravens don't start. The Jaguars will have to beat the Titans, which should be a gimme, even if they have Bethard behind center. I really can't see them winning that. Yep. And then Miami beating the Bills, if they lose and those two people win, they're out. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see that if if uh, the Ravens do rest their starters, I can see them losing. Yeah, me too. And especially if they sit their stars on the defensive end, not just only their offense, because Huntley has showed in the past that he can play top tier football. Yeah, and they take their best defensive players away against the Steelers' defense that they have. I don't know, man. I could easily see that becoming a win, and then the Jaguars should easily beat the Titans, especially with Levis Hurt and, well, Tannehill playing. <laughs> yeah. Any given Sunday, but, I mean, ultimately yeah. it, it should. They, they should win, I, and it'll be interesting to see. I you got to imagine that there'll be some looking into it if they don't make the playoffs. But um, I think we had discussed kind of back when they fired their – was it the offensive coordinator? Yeah. They're, they're five and one since then. Yeah. And so apparently it's been a good move. Um, but they've also been in pretty much playoff mode since then because right. they were so far out of it compared to what they should have been. So – Exactly. It's kind of, at some point, it's going to break. You just, is it going to be the last week of the season? Like, or is it going to be the playoffs? Would that be? I don't know. Be favored in your division all year long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the top, you know, and then last week of the year you lose and the two people that you don't want to win wins to kick you out. Like, (laughs) God, that'd be awful. But that's why you can't leave it up to that last game. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, they're winning right now. It's just they're not winning, you know, and looking good doing it. It's the 
like the dirty close wins. Like uh, I don't like how the Eagles are this year. Like they're winning, but they don't look tough. Like no, they're not not whatsoever. And speaking of them, I'm ready to move on to the next game. Yeah, because this one I absolutely loved. Uh, Arizona Cardinals against the Philadelphia Eagles. And shockingly, the Cardinals won. And the big thing here, the Cardinals, here's another thing. The Cardinals have no reason to win right now. None at all. And them winning knocked themselves out of getting number one pick. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, why would you keep fighting? But this is why you do it. Because you play the game to win, you don't stop, you fight, you play hard, and this is what happens. Um, Hurts didn't look good. A.J. Brown was absolutely mad, mad on how (laughs) these plays were called in the last, what was it, like, minute? I think they had, like, a minute and 30 seconds or something like that, and they played absolutely... Quarterback sneak, one of them. Just dumb plays to give the Cardinals enough time to go down and score. They kicked the field goal, went up ahead, and the Cardinals just marched down the field. Connor scored a touchdown, took the lead. It was just absolutely awesome. I'm a big James Conner fan coming out of Pitt. Big feel-good story out of Pittsburgh. Was, went to his hometown Steelers did very well there and then something happened he came here and has been doing really good and I was super ecstatic for him going over 120 yards touchdown game winning touchdown like you can't ask for a better win than that and Murray did pretty good the interception kind of sucks puts that little asterisk there but he did enough to win the game, and he made the plays when it mattered the most in that for, that late fourth quarter drive to put him in the to win the game. So can't ask for more. Yeah, it, it is good to see. You know, Connor, he's been kind of the the offensive point for this team when he's in quite often, and you don't typically see him on the receiving side, but he had the receiving touchdown too. Yep. In this game, uh, Kyler Murray, I'm not a huge fan of him. He played real good. Um, it was a, awesome to see this comeback from from them uh, play the way they did. Uh, lots of drama right now floating around the Eagles Twitter and locker room and, you know, press conferences and all that. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I like a lot of the players on the Eagles. It's just, I honestly, I can't stand their head coach. And I mean, they're in the same division as the Cowboys, so clearly I'm not going to cheer for them or anything. But a lot of the players I like, I enjoy watching them. Uh, it's nice to see, you know, Julio Jones finally getting the touchdowns that he never did in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty much here just to get touchdowns now uh, when they're, not doing the tush push. Right. But I don't remember how many he has this season, but I feel like he's got. Isn't there like six on like 
eight receptions or something like that? Uh, according to this, it's three on nine receptions. But I don't know. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Either way, I mean, generally he'd get three in a season when he was in Atlanta and oh, have right. tons of yards. Uh, so it's nice to see that. I I think he is a bigger signing than uh, was it Leonard on defense for the Eagles. Yep. I think they should use Julio more. I think now they're going to have to because I think Devontae is out yep. for a bit too, isn't he? Yep. Um, yeah, that's a big hurt. He's questionable. Didn't take practice today. So, yeah, I guess that's a big loss. Depends on how long it's actually out for. Yeah, if he can't go, I assume from what it sounds like, they're going to rest their starters next week. Um, So if he can't go in the playoffs, that's going to be a big thing because he's a good receiver. You know, he's a solid number two receiver. Uh, Always a threat to take it to the end zone. And the combo that they have with Brown and Smith, it's it's tough to guard. They throw Goddard in there. I wish that, you know, they just need to use Julio a little bit more. And yeah. this offense would be tough. But Dylan Hurts isn't throwing the ball very well. He's, there's a lot of issues going on there. I Again, I don't mind Hurts. My biggest issue is for, with this team is the coaching. Yep. Um, but I, I think ultimately for this Eagles team, they need to get the running game going. And oh, yeah. For me, that is strange. But this team relies on the run game this year. And if they don't have the run game going, they're not going to do very well in that game typically. And yeah. Arizona had the perfect game plan for them. To hold the ball as long as they can. We're on the clock, and they had almost 40 minutes of time of possession in this game. So, now there's another one that I want to talk about when it gets to that time too. About control of the clock is ridiculous. Yeah, and I, but, I'm gonna go with my uh, please cards. Is what did this one last week during the prediction? <laughs> even though I said Eagles, right? Raise the card. <laughs> and they yeah. did it. They yeah. did it. So, alrighty, next one. Not a shocker, but gotta go over it, I suppose. The Panthers against the Jaguars. I picked the Panthers because I was not expecting as much out of Bathard as he did. He did enough to win, blow the Cardinals out. I mean, Panthers out. I meant to say Carolina, but <laughs> Cardinals are still on my mind. And yes, Damian Shalomont defense played very well. ETN is finally playing good ball again. They need to keep him going because, like I said, they could easily lose the number one seed as well if they're not playing top tier. Uh, they really need to get Ridley going. The Christian Kirk getting hurt really affected this offense more than I expected it to. 
But, you know, Ingram's been stepping up, but when you only have one person stepping up, you need more people to rally around, and ETN finally did that this game. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Carl, the Cardinals, Carolina Panther, Panthers need more help for Young, and it's just really bad to see how much <laughs> it affects how good a player can be when you don't got anything going for you on the team. But the biggest note for me, since I am a big Vikings fan, Adam Thielen broke a 1,000 yards this year. Good for him, especially on an offense that has been playing the way it has been. Uh, big shout-out to him. Big Minnesota guy from Minnesota, Detroit Lake, so it's pretty cool. Even with a run-down offense that they have, he's still putting up the numbers. Yeah, he had 101 receptions, too. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a freak. Uh, the biggest thing, in my opinion, uh, ETN needed to have a big game this week. He did. Um, as with Lawrence out, you know, it, it kind of falls onto ETN's shoulders, in my opinion. This, this team kind of runs through him anyways. It should, um, if they're going to be successful, at least. Which, again, other running back. Strange. I don't know. Um, but the game was pretty much what I expected. Uh, hopefully the Panthers have some help they can, you know, pick up in the off season. Um, get this, I don't know how long it's going to take to get this team turned around. They, they've had such a a bad, what, probably year and a half now with coaching and GM and everything. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while for that to, to clear up, but hopefully it's sooner rather than later uh, so it doesn't end yeah. up wasting so much of Young's career. I think he is going to be good, but it's tough when you get put onto a team like this. They went on four-game losing streak, the Jaguars. That's insane. Yeah. They had a rough one. They, they should have easily had had that in their hands, but they had a rough little stretch of schedule there, too. Was that when, after, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard, was when Christian Kirk went down, that's when they started losing. Yeah, I, I can't remember when it was that he got hurt, but it probably would have been around that time, maybe a couple weeks before that even. Okay. Yeah, I'm like crazy. Titans game, maybe? I remember. But I mean, they had the the Bengals, the Browns, and Ravens. Right. That's a tough little stretch there. They had a, they had a rough schedule, but but you got to play. Just the way they were the way they were playing, though, they were looking like they could easily win those games. You know. Yep. So, but yeah, the game. 
Week 13, he got hurt. Week 13, what would that have been then? Against the Bengals. No, it was. Okay. So. You win. It's insane. I feel like it was longer well, ago. Well, Bill played there. No. <laughs> you dropped him. In fantasy. Right. Well, speaking of that, hey, I won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got third. The rough season I think for me. I had most of my... had the most points for the championship round, too. Yeah, like quite a bit. But I, uh, half my team was injured for like four or <laughs> five weeks there. <laughs> it was tough. That's one of those, those people that you can't, you don't want to drop them to replace them because. Yeah. They're impact players, but you almost need to because you need a person to put in there. Exactly. Ugh. Alrighty, next game hurts me, but it's one we gotta cover. The Raiders against Colts. Back and forth game. The Raiders did what they could do. Uh, the field goal that they Made them miss, got called offsides, which it, after replays and you watch it, he was not offside, so that kind of sucks that that one call affected the outcome, but they also didn't put them in the position when they needed to, to stop them in the first place, so I'm not gonna say that's what made them lose the game, but it sucks that he timed it as good as he did. And they called him offsides. Um, Devontae Adams, huge game. I really hope they can build a little more around him and see where that goes. It'd be nice if Jacobs was back and healthy, but now that they're out of the playoffs, I don't see a point of him coming back next week. Just heal up get ready for next year and come to play. Um, on the Colts side, nothing really big happened other than they won the game. It was pretty much all kicking this game, so. Yeah, there's a lot of still in this game. Uh, with this loss, uh, like you said, Raiders eliminated. kind of hurts. I was cheering them on. Hoping that you know they could surprise some people. Uh, that surprised me that the Colts won. I didn't think they would. I I didn't have much faith in the Colts after uh, Richardson went down, um, but it is what it is. Uh, Colts won. Overall, the teams are pretty even throughout the game. I thought um, it was a big game for the Colts here. Because now, win and they're in, I guess, basically. But we'll see what happens there, I guess. Yeah, because they're ahead of Houston right now, so. Yeah, if they beat Houston, they're in. But I, I don't know. Or not. Um, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're playing Houston. Yep. 
After I said that, I was like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. They win, they're in. So it'll be a tough game. It'll be an interesting one to see. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I think that's the game of the week for me. But, yeah. And there's a uh, couple others. Crowd, it gets me all excited. So, yeah, we'll get that when we do our projections because there's a few good games coming. Yeah. And that's why I love getting this close because it's all division games, which makes it even better. Yep. Well, so those are even more. Yeah. <laughs> it just, oh, just brings that playoff feel yep. to every game when it's at, uh, conference games or divisional games, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Even if it's like week three, you still don't get that feel because you know they're going all for blood every it single matter because they don't get each other. Yep. <laughs> so. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, next game is a team I really would be scared if I was any team in the NFC right now. You got the Rams against the Giants. The Rams win. Got luckier than luck, but I still would not want to see this offense in the playoffs at all. <laughs> um, Williams is an absolute freak. What a rookie find there. Three touchdowns rushing. Had a couple catches. They shut down. The Giants did very well and shut down uh, Cup, which is big. He did have one touchdown, but it was a short one. I think it was like eight yards or something like that. But Puka, of course, Right up in the conversation with the guy we were just talking about, Stroud, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. But Giants, man, they put up a fight. They should have won it, but their field goal kicker missed it right at the end. I honestly think the Giants should just stick with uh, Tyrod Taylor going even into next year. Their team looks so much better with him behind the center. I said that last week. But this is two weeks in a row now that he connected with Slayton for a big gain and a touchdown, put him right back into the game. And, yeah, I really wish that Tyrod Taylor would just get a little more respect because every single time he plays, they do well, no matter what team he's on. And then he gets hurt, someone else turns hot, and then he doesn't get to play. So it sucks to see it. And it's just rough when you have a player with that much talent throwing for 300, pretty much 320 yards, led the team in rushing, even when you have Saquon as your running back. And, yeah, just ridiculous. And I think he should be there starting next year. But the Rams give it up to him. They... Did what they had to do to win, and their offense is clicking. They're getting people involved that weren't involved earlier in the year. And a big part of that is Williams opening up so much for the wide receivers. Yeah, I don't know why Giants compete with teams that they shouldn't. <laughs> right. 
like in this game, looking at it prior to the week going, no way would you have thought that the Giants had a chance, right? But they should have won this game. And oh yeah, that and they went for a two, right? Uh, wasn't it? No. Yeah, they went for two on the touchdown in the fourth quarter at the end. Oh yeah, the first one, yeah, yeah. And and missed it. Yep. And if they would have just kicked, it would have been tied. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe they got in the field goal range and they would have made it instead. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's strange. I don't know why the Giants do that. I agree. I think they should seriously think about Tyrod being the starter next year. Um, looking at this team throughout the season, their offense has been horrible. And when he's been in, it's been considerably better. Even when uh, DeVito was in, it was still better than when I don't remember how many games <laughs> Danny Dimes even played, but seems like they've had a quarterback carousel and going from quarterback to quarterback. And But I, I think they should stick with Taylor as well. Um, Rams had, what, three turnovers to one. So mm-hmm. this game shouldn't have been anywhere near this. Um, no. And it's fun to see when teams, you know, come to play when they have nothing to play for. And just kind of shows you, you know, the Giants had some more care than what you thought. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. It's a rough season. Um, on the other side, though, this Rams team isn't very scary, but the other Rams team is. <laughs> <laughs> um so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, which Rams team shows up in the playoffs. Because if the Rams team, from what, last week even? Yeah. Shows up. Who did they play last week? Saints. Yeah. Still a close game. I don't know. It's just this team is, seems very inconsistent, and their defense gives up yards to teams that they shouldn't, points to teams that they shouldn't. Um, but they got so much firepower on this offense that offensively they're scary. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I'm still shocked. I don't know why the Giants were in this game. No, me neither. But good credit to them. These teams are fighting, man, and it's good to see no one's just giving people wins, and that's what you want. Oh, for sure. It made a good game. Like it was, it was a good yeah. game. Right down to the wire. Missed yeah. field goal. Just, why was it even in that situation? Like this team should have been blowing <laughs> yeah. them out of the water. Yep. But the Rams clinched a playoff spot. Yep. So they're in it and ready to rock. And hopefully they come out firing on all cylinders. And hopefully they can get Cup going again and. They'll be a scary team to play. Because I'm pretty sure they'll probably play the Eagles, so. There's six. So yeah, they'll play the Eagles then, right? Yeah, well, it depends, because I suppose it could end up six or seven, depending 
Oh, they should be six. Yeah. And the Eagles will get five, won't they? Yeah, well, depends, because if the Cowboys lose and the Eagles win, yeah, well, then the Eagles will I, take I, it. I don't see the Cowboys losing, but... The division game. Yeah, that's a good point. And the last one, so they'll be fighting really hard. Yeah. So you never know. But if they do win, they would get five, right? Yeah, so if the Cowboys win, Eagles will have five. And then Eagles will play four. Okay. So they'd play more than likely the Bucks. And then the Lions would play six, and Cowboys would play seven. The worst rank goes to the highest rank. Yeah. So. That's going to be interesting. I guess we'll see. Next game, we got, speaking of the, the Commanders, who played the Cowboys next week, they played the 49ers, and it turned out the way we thought. And the 49ers did their thing. CMC broke 2,000 yards in this game. Uh, Elijah Mitchell came in after McCaffrey got hurt, tore it up, had the touchdown. Ayuk, this kid can just ball out. It's just crazy how many weapons these guys have. Uh, I still think they're the scariest team in the NFL, even though the Ravens are right there after the blowout they did, like I said earlier, against the Dolphins. But when this team's clicking, as long as Purdy can get the confidence and start throwing right away and get things going, this team is pretty much a very unbeatable team. Uh the Commanders, I'm curious to see what they're going to do this year with the off season because they really need help for Howell if they're going to stick with them. They're going to get a low-tier pick or high pick, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and, yeah, they just need more weapons for him because for a while there he was on the tear leading the team I mean the league in passing, touchdowns, so on and so forth, was having a heck of a year, but they just can't win games. So if they wanna do anything, they really need to start figuring out a way to get that offense going. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, like you said, to see what they do in the offseason. Uh, I don't think Howell's a terrible quarterback. So I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to stick with them. Um, they have they benched them what last game I think it was. Yeah. Or maybe it was two weeks ago. But anyways, he's back starting. Um, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens. He needs you know a little bit of help, especially on defense. I think um, a little bit better defense would would help this offense. Uh, a little bit better line. Uh, they had a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, he got hit like ninety hundred thousand times this year. I know yeah. that's not a number, but <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately it is, right? Because if you say any number, it could be a number. But... Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I I don't think he's terrible. I just I don't I don't know if I've seen enough on him yet. But right. That's not for me to judge, I guess. Ultimately at the end of the day, they very well could switch it up. Um he doesn't seem to target McLaurin a whole lot compared to other quarterbacks, and that's where most of their offense is going to come from. Yep. It's they have a lot of weapons, you know, in the receiving category, and they have a couple good backs too. So it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a strange situation. I'm not sure what they're going to do. It'll be in, what's it? Oh, I was just going to say, especially when they got rid of their good defense players, <laughs> they're like, yeah. Let's just get rid of you. I don't think we're going to win this year, so we'll just get rid of you at the trade deadline. <laughs> I think so, that was more because they knew that they weren't going to right them to get something for them. Yeah, but it's just yeah, uh, it's just it's strange because the defensive side needs needs some work. Um, my real concern for the Niners, it sounds like it's not a big deal. But the injury for Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, it sounds like he should be good to go by the playoffs. Um, rumors that Niners might rest their starters as well. Um, you know, might not be a bad idea, but I, I'm i not a huge fan of that. Again, we'll see it here too for the first round because we have two weeks in a row. But they are dealing with a lot of banged up players, so who knows? Maybe it'll help them. Maybe they can rest their starters and be rusty and get knocked out early. Believe <laughs> good situation for the Cowboys. <laughs> we can hope, right? Please Right, hope. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It this game is what we expected. Um yeah. I think the forty ers could have probably won by more, but they didn't need to really worry. I don't know. Just play it'll be interesting. And don't get hurt. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the commanders do this offseason. This is probably one of the best games McLaurin had this season. Isn't that sad? He didn't even break a thousand yards yet. And he was an absolute monster last year. He actually had, I think he had a good game against the Rams not too long ago. Last week. Yeah, last week or the week before. Anyways, that's about all I got on this game. It's just kind of what we expected. Yeah, two weeks ago, 12, six catches, 141 yards. Oh, yeah, was it? Who was starting? Yeah, the Rams game. You were right. Brisket, wasn't it? Brissett or whatever? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Did I say brisket? You did say brisket, but that that worked. I did say brisket. (laughs) I'm hungry. What can I tell you? <laughs> it sounds actually really good. It does. <laughs> there's, a, there's a new uh, barbecue place opening up north of us here. Ooh. Maybe we can meet up there sometime. <laughs> Heck yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but that'll be nice. That when Fozzie's closed, I think it's going to be there. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Heck yeah. But yeah. I don't have much else here. I don't know if you do. Nope. All right. And so we'll move on then. Uh, next game, 
we got the Steelers and Seahawks. And going into this game, you know, I, I still think it, but the Seahawks were and should be the more explosive offense. Uh, but the Steelers showed up and kind of made a statement on this one. Um, Defense-wise, um, I don't think the Seahawks played bad, but I think they played a little bit too conservative. And that's kind of an issue because it will slow down quicker offenses, which is what this is, in my, I guess, opinion. I, I think they should be much faster paced and and get going quickly and score points fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot in general. Um, the run game for the Steelers did what it does. Uh, Najee Harris is fun back to watch. You got Warren, and he is just as much fun to watch. Uh, Pickens, he had a pretty good day. No touchdowns there, but, um, you know, Rudolph played pretty good, too. Um, there was rumor that uh, Pickett refused to be the backup for this game. <laughs> that was going around. Um, He's a baby. I, I, What's that? I said he's a baby, so I can see it. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can see it, but apparently he had said that that didn't actually happen. So who knows? But oddly enough, I could see that being real. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I got. I just, the Seahawks team could be scary if. Yeah, they can. They played a little bit more fast paced, I think. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think a big part of this offense is the combination between Metcalf and Lockett. Um, Metcalf was the only one to show up. Lockett got shut down when they had one catch. Uh, JSN got a touchdown, but you're only getting two targets. That's not good. And that offense isn't going to do much when your playmakers aren't doing what they need to be doing. I know it's common sense, but it's the truth. Uh, Kenneth Walker, I'm pretty sure he got hurt, so that kind of hurt him. I think he had to go out for a little bit. Yeah, he's questionable. Uh, so that hurts. So hopefully he can, you know, come back. Uh, this Steelers offense looks way different with Rudolph behind the helm. Uh, I don't think a lot of him, but I think he's a better option what than Pickett is. And who was the other one? Trubisky. I think he's better than him as well. Yeah. But when you have a dual-headed running game like this, and they actually start playing like this, that is going to give any quarterback <laughs> behind center confidence to be able to win games. And that's all he had to do. He had to get the ball down the field, get him in position to score, and that's all he had to do that whole entire game. Their defense did what they had to do, and their running backs plowed it in and scored when they had to. Uh, they're just getting hot when they need to. I think they're, like we said, if they win, I think they have a shot for the last seed of the playoffs on that side. 
pretty sure they can, if they win, Jags win, they kick out the Bills. If they lose, and yeah, it's just, they came to play. They know they have to win out to have any chance to stay in the playoffs and make that last seed. So they're just getting hot at the right time and they're slowing down the big players that on the opposite team. And that's how you win games. You slow down the playmakers and when Lockett is the most versatile quarter, I mean, wide receiver on the team, when you shut them down, this offense is a whole different team. So, yeah, just a good game for the Steelers. It's just crazy to me that the Seahawks don't use JSN, you know, in the yep. same at all manner like they do Lockett. Like they could be such similar players. Like mm-hmm. have them to doing the quick, you know, hit routes. They, they've had Metcalf doing slants the past couple games too. That, yeah, which is weird. Why are you having him do, you know, a six-yard slant? Like. I mean, he's adapted his route tree a little bit from what, you know, all the talk was right. early in his career. But still, you got these quick little guys, like, use them where they should be used. And right. I feel like they are. And that's, you know, speed up this offense, getting, you know, those quick six-yard catches and possibly breaking it for a long game. Who knows? Like, do those type of plays. Don't just throw deep all the time. Don't, yeah, I don't know. It's like they had a lot of drops too, and and a lot of throws were just slightly off from where they could have been, you know, big gains, and they had to slow down for them or reach for them. So it was just, I don't know, a tough game for them, I guess, and didn't go in their favor. Uh, I do agree though with what you said about Rudolph. I think he. Is probably one of the better better options for the Steelers at quarterback um, right now. I'm not a big fan of Pickett. Uh, Rudolph, I mean, he's had a good couple games here, and getting people active that you know hadn't been super active consistently, and they've been pretty consistently mm-hmm. active here. So it's, yeah. I don't know if if they continue this way. I still think. If I was one of the other teams, I'd rather have the Steelers in than the Bills in, just because the Bills are a scarier team, in my opinion. Right. So if what we had kind of discussed earlier, you know, if the Ravens are going to rest players, it might benefit them, even though it's the Steelers getting in, if the Steelers win, and it works out that way. But I don't know. I... I enjoy this version of the Steelers team better than the one from earlier in the season. But they're not super scary in my opinion. No. It's... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm liking it, though. So, yeah. what is it? Top what? Eight teams go in? Or is it not? Seven. Cause seven? You got one through seven seeds. Uh, yeah. One through four are the division, and then Five through seven are the wild card. Okay, so yeah. Ha. Huh. All right. Yeah, because it's Buffalo Bills at six right now, Colts, Texans at seven and eight, with nine and seven records. 
So that's why if the Bills do that, if they lose, okay, so that makes sense. Ha. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Next week's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, next game, we got the Bengals Chiefs. Uh, Tales two tapes, which is shocking to say with this game. Uh, the biggest step for me at halftime, the Chiefs only had eight minutes of possession time. And they went into the half only down by four points. That eight minutes. <laughs> and the Bengals cannot do anything. Their third down efficiency was three and twelve. How do you win games like that when the other team went eight and sixteen? Yeah. Like the whole second half they controlled the ball because they ended up twenty five to thirty four. So seventeen minutes in the second half they controlled the ball. Which is a lot of time in one half. They had a lot so, of field goals. <laughs> yeah. I think they only had one touchdown. But yeah, one touchdown, six field goals. Yeah. So it's crazy. Craziness. Chiefs clinch their division again, make it the eighth straight title conference for them. I will say it again. I still wouldn't want to see this team in the playoffs just because of who the quarterback is. And the wide receivers, I'm hoping, aren't going to always drop the ball so teams can't rely on them doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Because when they're catching it, this team is scary. Um, But they did what they had to do, won the division, Nothing crazy went on other than that. But the, their offensive player of the year, to me, honestly, is their rookie. And Shahid Rice. Uh, Rice. I'm just going to say Rice. And uh he's like their most reliable wide receiver right now. And that's just insane to me. Because Kelsey isn't doing anything at all. He went three for 16, and that's supposed to be the best tight end in the league. So. He's in a rough little stretch here. Kelsey is. It's that, that Taylor Swift curse, man. Ever since he's been with her, it hasn't been good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, Rashi Rice, he needs to continue doing what he's doing. Um, recently, stepping up, playing the way he is for for this team in in the playoffs, uh, they're gonna need him. Um, I honestly, I don't know if I, you know, if we'll see um, Marquez Valdez Gantling or Tony on the team after this year. <laughs> Most of them, so many drops, just so many issues. I, I honestly, I think that they just need to move on. Yeah. Find some, you know, grocery store workers and have them suit up. I don't know. They can catch a can of food. They can catch a ball from Patrick Mahomes. Right. But they have 40 drops the team has. Uh, 26 of them are from the wide receivers. That's more than half 
are coming from your wide receivers. Yeah. Who are have the best hands on the team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see their defensive back playing wide receiver in the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, it's just it's tough to watch. Like these, a lot of throws too from Mahomes. Like they're not bad throws. They're placed where they should be. Let's just drop. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Pacheco, he's one. Like you don't typically, you know, think of him as a receiving back, but he, he's good out of the backfield. Yeah. Um, the way the receivers are playing, um, they should use him. Um, I can't think of the other back. McKinnon? Yeah. Um, you might have been Claire Edward, Edward Solaire as well. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll end up having to use them. I don't know. The, the whole drop stuff is an issue. Um, but as you said, you can't count them out until they're eliminated just because of the quarterback they have and the coach they have. Um, Bengals, let's say they've been battling injuries this season. It's been tough for them. Um, I don't expect much from them next week. That's just going to be kind of what it is. They're, they're probably, probably not going to play too well, but we'll see. I'm not even sure who they play. What do, who do they play? The Browns. Yeah. They'll probably get destroyed. Yeah. They're going to get smacked. But yeah. It's kind of what you expect. Chiefs. Even though they got the drops, they're not having statistically the good year like they have had. It's probably going to be a decent playoff run for them still. Yeah. For sure. Alrighty. If my mouse would work. The next game we got the Broncos and Chargers. <laughs> um, Lil Jordan Humphrey had the only touchdown in the game. I think that's a funny name. It's pretty badass. So, oops. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that was someone's nickname when they, I seen that on Twitter. But no, that's actually his name. So that's kind of cool. The rest of it is, was all field goals for both teams other than that. And that's all I got. There really wasn't much going on. I like to see Easton Stick play, but since he's pretty much a, a hometown guy, since Fargo's not too far away, um, just, yeah, nothing really crazy going on in this game when you literally kick field goals pretty much the whole time. Yeah, this is one of those games that, I mean, going into it, we kind of knew there was nothing at stake. Uh, didn't expect a whole lot out of it. The, I don't know, a little bit of the better roster probably won um, just because Chargers have so many injuries. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Sidham, I think he made, you know, some pretty good plays. It wasn't too bad. Um, nothing super impressive, really, in this whole game. Um, no. Easton Stick, he's kind of done what, you know, we've seen as of late. Not playing terrible, but I don't know. It was just kind of a a game that we didn't need to watch. Nope. 
even if you're a Broncos fan. A lot of the people I know that are Broncos fans didn't watch it, so. Exactly. Take that for what it is. Alrighty, next game, Sunday night football. Um, I found out my son is a Green Bay Packers fan, so that w- was a devastating thing. We bought him some Green Bay stuff. Um, that was not cool. They got delivered and he absolutely loved it. Um, other than that, the Packers beat the you know what, out of the Vikings, there was no bright spot on the Vikings at all. Uh, sad to say that that could have been possibly Harrison Smith's last home game, which would probably make me cry because it was such a blowout by a rival that you never want to lose to as a Vikings fan. But Love played really well, made us look like Nobody's three touchdowns, nine incompletions. Aaron Jones did his thing. Um, Reed is a really good rookie. Pretty sure he's a rookie. I want to make sure. I'm pretty sure he is. Right, Jaden Reed. Yeah, I would think he is based on his age. Yeah. So he had a huge game, two touchdowns. I don't even know who Bo Melton is. <laughs> and he tore us up. Just not much for me to talk about for my team. Oh, he's a rookie too. He's so a rookie too, yeah. First career touchdown against the Vikings. Good for him. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Vikings looks awful. Hall isn't as good as I was expecting him to be. Got pulled out right away. No running game. Jefferson needs like 108 yards to break. 1,000 for the year, which would be really nice for the year that we've had and the injuries he's had. Uh, Just shows how good of a player he actually is. And, yeah, that's all I got. Well, wow. so looking at Bo Melton a little bit, he has 11 receptions on the season, and 10 of them are for first downs. Jeez. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, especially when he was. He's only like 5'11". Mm-hmm. He's tiny. Yeah, that's only two inches taller than me. But, yeah, I love... I mean, he looked good against a Vikings defense that played fairly decent the, I don't know, second half of the season. Um, I guess they, I don't know, they played decent off and on the whole season, but yeah. it's, I don't know, I didn't expect this game to go the way it did. I honestly, I picked the Vikings. I thought the Vikings honestly would win. Um, but yeah, it was not even really a fun game to watch. No. Um, I mean, it, it was Aaron Jones. He played real well. And Jordan Love made a lot of plays. Yeah. It's good for a Packers fan. That's good to see. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I still am not sure on him, but he, I mean, he's put up a pretty good year. So, about 33 touchdowns, or uh, 30 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Yeah. This season. So, it's not terrible. No. Um, I mean, it's definitely not too bad. Um, especially after a couple of rough games that he had earlier in the season. Yeah. Exactly. When people were thinking they should bench him. Yeah. And we were saying yeah, I was wondering. probably too quite a bit. Yeah, I but <laughs> I don't know. but it's, that Melton, yeah, is not a rookie. I guess he got drafted in the 2022 pick to the Seahawks. Oh, did so, he? Yeah. He just didn't touch That's the field at all. Then. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got too. A different blowout that you know, Packers earned. Right. Alrighty. So going off of that, I went ten and six, which brought me to where are my numbers here? I know I wrote them one forty four and ninety four. You went nine and seven. So you're at 148 and 90. So I made a one game push. So I'm only four games behind now instead of five. Um, offense and defensive player. This one, I want to put three into one category and have them, but I know I can't do that. So my players are Connor, Lamar, or CD Lamb. Uh, just because of how bad they were, and he scored two touchdowns and beat people's MVP, people's team that they think are the best team in the league, I'm going to go with Connor. Yeah, that one's a good one. I had to give in. I went CD. Yeah. Uh, just putting up what he did in a game that mattered as much as it did. Right. Yeah. Proving, you know, breaking records in an actual 16 game, which is what those records were set in. He broke the receiving yards and receptions, both, in this game um, for the the Irvin had. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that was hard. Yeah, that was that was really hard for me. Because my thought is just the Cardinals shouldn't have been in that game at all. And because of him, they were in the defense. But I can't pick a defense, so. (laughs) For sure. I I agree. Mine mine was between CD and Lamar. Right. Just performance-based. But, yeah. All right, defense. I'll let you go first. Uh, Rasul Douglas. That, I mean, yeah. that was the difference in the game. Yep. It, it came earlier in the game, I believe. When was it? Uh, wasn't the second one in the second half, though? I thought the second one was. Maybe it was. I can't remember. I Yeah, maybe it was. Um, but, the, I mean, getting the turnovers, you know, 
And they needed the win. Like, yeah. bad. Well, it was... They've needed wins for quite a few weeks here. So, I don't know. I just... I had to go with that, I guess. Yeah. That's who I went with, so... Oh, is it? <laughs> yep. That's why I left. We... We just know each other, I think. Right? <laughs> That's the bad thing about some of this stuff, knowing each other for as long as we have. We kind of have the same mindset on certain things. <laughs> yeah, the touchdown was earlier in the... Why is this... There we go. Yeah, the touchdown was earlier. It was in the second quarter. But the second one would have been later in the game, yeah. So... That's my reasoning. Yeah. No, I agree. He was the reason they won, in my opinion. those The second turnover was big, and they needed it. So, yep. Alrighty. Second, I mean, third part of our section is next week's big week. Uh, starting out with Saturday, big game for the Steelers, Steelers-Ravens. I have the Ravens, even if they do sit out some of their players. I just think, except if they completely deplete their defense, I don't see them losing. Yeah, I I am actually going with Steelers. Um, if they're going to rest their starters, they're going to rest most of them, you would think. Um, if they don't rest their starters, clearly the Ravens will destroy them. But who knows? But I'm going to go Steelers. All righty. Final answer. Next game, like I said earlier, I think is the game of the week. Texans-Colts. And I got C.J. Stroud pulling out the win Saturday night. Yeah, I think this is going to be a big game. Um, I agree. There's a couple, I think, that can probably be considered that, but... This one, I think, has more the most impact because both of these teams could make it, uh, depending on whichever one wins. So I'm going to go Texans, though, as well, because you can't go against Shroud. No, I've noticed that. Uh, next game, we got the Jags-Titans. I got the Jaguars. I do as well. Uh, next game... Vikings-Lions, I think the Lions beat us by 95. <laughs> well, with that, I'm going the Vikings. <laughs> um, I think the Lions coming off a loss like they just had is going to mess with them, and the Vikings will sneak a win on a game. I they, don't need, they shouldn't have. <laughs> I think the opposite. I think the Lions coming off that loss are just going to hand it to us and stay hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. The interview that uh, their coach had, I'm just like, I I don't know if I can stand their coach anymore. And oh, yeah. Ugh. Maybe it's more that I just hope they lose. <laughs> right? Next game is going to be a tightly contested game. Uh, Falcon Saints. Uh, I have the Saints because I... It's really hard to say, but I think they have a better quarterback to lead their team because the Falcons quarterback situation is just ridiculous. Yeah, I have the Saints as well. I think the Falcons have a little bit better roster overall. 
but I too um, agree. The quarterback for the Saints is probably better than both of the quarterbacks that have played for the Falcons combined. Yep. And that's not saying much for the <laughs> no. quarterback. <right? coughs> uh, next game, we got the Jets Patriots. I have the Jets because I just think their defense is better. Yeah, I have the Jets as well. Uh, Patriots have been putting up a strange fight as of late, but mm-hmm. I I think the Jets are just going to get this win. They're better roster right now. Yep. Uh, next game, a big game as well. Buccaneers against Panthers. The Bucks really need this to keep that number one seed. I think they're going to fight harder. I and they just have a better team, but I got the Bucks. Yeah, I have the Bucks. Um, they're gonna they're gonna take it so they can get the division. I'm okay with that. Uh, next game we got the Browns Bengals. We are, uh, you know, I got the Browns. I think they have one, top three best defenses in the league. Joe Flacco's been hot. I think they trounced them. Yeah, I have the Browns as well. Uh, it's just the Bengals have no need for this game. I don't. I don't think it'll be much of a fight. Next game, big NFC North battle. It's another one. Packers really need it. Uh, Bears against Packers. I got the Packers. They're just playing all around better, in my opinion. And I trust Love more than Fields. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I have the Bears. Ooh. Um, the, the Bears... Came out last week, played pretty well. Packers did too. I think it'll be, hopefully it'll be a good game. Um, I don't honestly care who wins. Um, (laughs) I just think it'd be fun to see the Bears win. I think I'd rather have the Packers in the playoffs than the Seahawks. Right. But, you know, who cares? Yep. Next game, we got the Cowboys Commanders. I got the boys. I think they're just better all around. Yeah, I have the Cowboys. Um, again, every time it's a division game, I'm going to say it, it scares me. But, yeah, Cowboys should win this. Um, next game, we got the Broncos Raiders. This is a no, just a conference game. Nothing on the line, just just for the pride of not losing to a rival. And I got the Raiders because I love the Raiders. Yeah, I have the Raiders. Well, I think their defense is a little bit better. Their offense has more talent. But we'll see what happens. But I'm going to go with the Raiders. Uh, Next game, we got the Eagles-Giants. If Tyrod Taylor is playing... I got Tyrod Taylor and the Giants winning. <laughs> uh, because of a couple of weeks ago and the way that the Giants almost beat them then and the Eagles looking even worse now, I have the Giants. Uh, the Eagles are expected to rest their starters too, as according to what the rumors are. Um, if that happens, the Giants will, should win that pretty easily then, but we'll see. Next game, we got the bird battle, the Seahawks against Cardinals. 
Uh, I'm going with the Seahawks. They need this win to stay in that last spot. I could see the Cardinals beating them, but I think the Seahawks will survive and clinch that last spot. Uh, I have the Seahawks as well. Um, Cardinals have been putting up a fight again, too, uh, compared to a couple other teams, but uh, I think the Seahawks are going to fight, and they're the team, one of the teams that scares me in the playoffs. They've got so much firepower. If they play it right. Man, I don't, the next game we got the Rams for Niners. Um, Since you said that the Rams... I mean, the 49ers are going to rest their players. I'm going with the Rams. But if they didn't, I would go the 49ers. But if they're resting their players, I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, that's just what I've been seeing on Twitter and on a bunch of the shows that I usually avoid watching. But Right. Um, I'm going Rams as well, um, just because the Rams have something to fight for. The 49ers are trying to get healthy, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. They clinched the number one seed, so. Uh, next game, we got the Chiefs Chargers. I got the Chiefs. I do as well. And last game of the regular season, we got the Bills against the Dolphins. This game decides who's going to win their division. And I got the Bills. I think they need it more because, like we talked about earlier, they actually have a chance of not making the playoffs if they lose this game. So I'm going with the Bills. 31-28. to Okay. I have the Bills as well. Um, And I have... 24-21. Um, I just... The Dolphins have, are having a lot of injuries the past few weeks, and the Bills need this game. I think that plays into the factor of it. I honestly was expecting a little bit more difference between our picks. <laughs> I went... I was thinking more, but... <laughs> What's that? I said I was hoping more because with what we have, I don't think I can hit you. So yeah, I think we have four <laughs> different. Well, if so, that's three good different. because then it'd be a tie. But if it's three, then we don't. But, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was expecting more. There weren't a lot of teams that are expected to rest. So did you? Right. Alrighty, last segment before we go off. Uh, Offense and defense watch. Offense, I got the Texans. They need the win. Uh, to get that, to kick the Colts out of that spot that the Texans need. Stroud is back. And I think they're good. That's who I have. That's funny. That's who I have as well. Uh, same reasons. <laughs> um, it's big. Stroud back. That this win, if they win, they're in. It's gotta be, right? <laughs> yes, it is. That that's not what I got. Defense, I'll let you go first. I have the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the Dolphins offense is still good. Um 
Bills need this. The Bills defense was a big factor in last week. I think they need to be an even bigger factor this week. Um, unless that Bills offense wakes up and doesn't make mistakes and scores touchdowns. Oh, that is too awesome. <laughs> that is way too awesome, man. Uh, I got the Bills defense as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they need it. They have to win. Uh, like you said, Dolphins are so explosive. So they really need it. And yeah, I got the Bills. I don't know if we've had it where we've had both for offense and defense. I don't think yeah. so either. That is awesome. But yeah, <laughs> they both make sense. And I guess we both agree on that. So must be true. I think it is. That's all I got. That is all I got as well. Um, yeah, it was a fun episode. Uh, so this covers our recap and then the predictions for week 18. Uh, podcast is available on Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, we do have a poll up on Twitter right now. Uh, it was for the um, Rookie of the Year. Um, I think it's, what is it, 24 hours we have it up for? Or is it two yeah. days? 24 hours? 24. I forgot to switch. I was going to do like two, three days, but I forgot. Yeah, um, but we're going to be, uh, maybe we'll do some more polls too here um, on see what you guys think. Uh, feel free to comment. We have an option for other. If you, if you pick other, uh, please, please let us know who you would think then in the, you know, replies below. Um, other than that, you know, thanks for listening. Any comments, feel free to reach out on social media or anything like that. Um, thanks for listening and have a good one. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it all. We hit a hundred people listening. So that's cool. Uh, to end the new year, uh, hopefully keep it strong going in the next year. Mm-hmm.